Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I've found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. It's Andrea with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. The truth is that I hear many clients and people say that they struggle with sugar addiction. They don't know how to curb their daily sugary snack craving. They often feel kind of out of control with it, and it seems like it kind of runs them. If you fall into this category, the really good news is that there are a few changes you can make to reduce the sugar consumption and kind of get a handle on this while still enjoying items that are sugary treats, because we should be able to have both live in a moderate world where we don't feel like we are run by our quote unquote sugar addiction, but also be able to enjoy all the foods in life in a very anti-diet approach. But let's dive into why this is. Why does it feel like we have a sugar addiction for those of us who experience this? So sugar is the fuel for every cell particularly also in our brain, but our entire body. And our brain also sees sugar as a reward, which makes you keep wanting more of it. This is because of our primitive brain, whose purpose is to find pleasure for itself. And sugar gives us that wonderful source of pleasure because it is a simple carbohydrate and it's turned quickly into glucose, the sugar that is needed in your bloodstream. So when this happens, when you have something sugary and sweet, it's digested very quickly. So you get that quick dose of the glucose, the sugar into your bloodstream and your bloodstream sugar levels spike. Your body needs to move that glucose out of the bloodstream and into your cells for energy. So to do this, the pancreas makes insulin, which is a hormone, and your blood sugar levels have a sudden drop. So this sudden change in blood sugar leaves you feeling wiped out or shaky or really wanting more sweets to regain that quote unquote sugar high. So that midday sugary treat has you set up for more bad eating. Like if you have something midday or in the afternoon, you're probably going to want something sugary once again later in the day. The interesting thing is that there are lots of sources of simple carbohydrates that digest very quickly. Simple carbohydrates are also found in fruits and vegetables. However, they also contain dietary fiber, and it's the dietary fiber that slows the process 
so that you don't get that big spike in blood sugar like you do from candy or table sugar or soda or cakes, things like that. So it's really interesting because in 2014, the World Health Organization decreased the recommended amount of sugar that a person should have each day from 10% of your daily calories or less than 10% of your daily calories to 5%. So it cut the recommended amount in half. And if you do the math, so that's for like the average woman, that's only like 100 calories a day, roughly, depending on the woman, obviously, but on average. So that's only six teaspoons. However, people in the U.S. consume well over that, like on average, two to three times the recommended amount. So what are the signs and symptoms of kind of a quote unquote sugar addiction? And I'm putting that in quotes because I don't want to say that it's a true addiction, but some of the reasons that this exists are that sugar is everywhere. It's in processed foods, it's in marinades, it's in salad dressings. And then obviously the obvious sources that you think of, like just regular table sugar adding to your coffee, it's in honey, it's in cakes and cookies and all of those more obvious choices. So one of the reasons that you might decide or kind of self-diagnose yourself with a sugar addiction is if you're kind of mindlessly, excessively eating sugar. You often, like if you often eat more of a sugary product that you than you intended to, and even if you didn't really want to eat it, your fork kind of keeps going for the cake. You experience cravings for simple carbohydrates. It doesn't necessarily just mean cookies or ice creams or other obviously sugary snacks. It could be animal crackers, pretzels, chips, or other processed snacks. Those simple carbohydrates give your brain and blood sugar the spike in sugar that the brain is looking for. Another sign that you might be kind of hooked on this is if you have sugar withdrawal. You notice symptoms of sugar withdrawal if you don't have sugar within a certain time. You might notice headaches, body aches, feeling tired or just kind of yucky all over. Another symptom is if you have uncharacteristic skin issues or blemishes, and that can suggest that you're eating foods that are typically higher in sugar. And that can like worsen the facial blemishes. And then finally, fatigue and poor sleep. If you don't sleep well, even though you feel tired throughout the day, if this is the case, your body may be looking just for like its next pick-me-up while you crash in between your spikes in uh, blood sugar. Also, ironically, if you sleep poorly, it can make your sugar cravings worse. So how do we manage this? So there's some practical things that might come to mind that most people would think of, and I'll include those on the list. But also, I really want you to kind of examine in a very anti-diet approach. I want you to examine why you're reaching for the sweets. Really engage your mindful eating practices and ask yourself those questions that are tough to ask, but bring the awareness, like asking yourself why you're wanting to eat sweets. Are you actually hungry? If so, is there something that's going to make you feel more nourished and more and satisfied long term? 
asking yourself those mindful questions and understanding why. What's the reasoning here that you're reaching for the sweets? So kind of a practical tip that you can you can employ is really replacing those desserts and the sugary snacks with fruit. It's naturally containing sugars, but they are high in dietary fiber. Doing things like fruit bars or frozen grapes or berries. And when you identify when you have your sugar cravings, you know, plant a munch on fruit around those times instead. Definitely, definitely avoid artificial sweeteners. Sugar alternatives are many times sweeter than table sugar. And when people are trying to avoid sugar, they might turn to a diet beverage or quote unquote light foods that have those artificial sweeteners. But the problem is, is these compounds actually promote the sugar cravings and sugar dependence, oftentimes even more so than the regular sugar. Fourthly, drink more water throughout the day. Staying hydrated can help prevent the cravings, particularly because our brains confuse our thirst signals for signals of hunger. So being really, really well hydrated, keeping a water bottle by your side and sipping from that as much as possible can be very, very helpful if you're trying to transition away from feeling that feeling of being kind of hooked on sugar. And then finally, reduce the known stressors. Sugary foods are really great for comforting us when we are feeling stressed. And if you feel like stress could be a factor, try to identify what your stressors are. I have a whole nother episode. Boy, it's been a long time. I'm not sure what what episode number it was, but I have a oh, an entire episode how to address kind of the stress eating or the emotional eating and thinking of identifying those those stressors, those triggers. All in all, we can break the cycle of seeking out sugar and feeling like we're a victim to sugar addiction while still enjoying the baked goods, the ice cream, and things like that and having them be a mindfully enjoyable part of our lives. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.